Hello, my lovelies. I'm Crybaby, and this is Blues Ass, Pretty Ass, and we are The, the Guests. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It's touching on the cusp of one of my angel numbers. Um, it's 3.15 p.m. And my angel number is like 3.16. What is an angel number? Explain it, please. Okay, so I would I would qualify my angel number as like you seeing like doubles, like 333, 222, 111, 1111. Or like I always see 212 or 316 for so the most part. an angel number you're saying is pretty much saying... The same number in doubles or triples? Well, no, I wouldn't qualify as that, but I would say that's the cusp of it. That's like the main part okay, of like. Okay, well, I want to get to the root. Okay, so I see this. If if you see the same number every day, I feel like that's a message for you from your angels. I would say, and I usually see two one two and three one six. And what type of message is that? Um. I don't know. I don't know what that message is. I feel like every time I see that message, maybe, you know, I feel like I'm on, my, on the right path. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know, Um, yeah, she's like obsessed with catching the same numbers every day. And I swear, every time she catches them, I swear, it's like, um, y'all remember the game Pokemon Go? It's just like that. It's like she's catching Pokemons. When we're in the car, she see the lights with boom, six, 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 boom, one, one, one. Like just too long ago, what you said you just caught two, two, two on the stove, I think. Like she always, I would say, no, I she call, always voice it. I called three, one, six, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's like an obsessive thing. I would say that it's just like being aware and then I have to vocalize that. Well, I'm I not saying that's you. what I'm saying. I'm not say saying that. obsessive. I'm just saying. I think you used the you, term obsessive. I don't think I did, but I'm just saying you vocalize it all the time. Okay, so maybe yes, it's coming off to me, obsessive, because you vocalize it every time. So I'm like, oh my god, like it feel like punch bug, you know, punch back. That's what it feel like. It give me that feeling, but. How was your week? My week was fucking insane and crazy and very hyperactive. It uh, put me in situations that I didn't want to be in, but I'm just like, hey, it's my job. It's the job that I signed up for. But, you know, I got the job done. You know, shit. Same shit, different day. Same shit, different day. And then, Pretty much. you know, I have con- I had conversations with my coworkers, and I'm just like, like, how do you, you don't really like your job, pretty much. No, no, I don't like my job. I fucking hate here. Pretty much. Pretty much. Those are conversations that we had. Hmm. And how was your week? Well, my week was very painful because less weekend over last weekend i was in a good mood so of course my ass was tiktoking dancing if you guys know me i'm always dancing and since my body's still in recovery mode i move around way too much even with doing daily stuff like cleaning cooking all that just moving around if i'm just overdoing it 
my body like um it locks up so my back and my knee I should get so fucking tight and it's so painful so pretty much this week was hell for me now today I'm feeling like 10 times better because over the past couple of days I've been able to ice and heat and just lay around well I was going to work but I pretty much take my shit to work and do what I got to do for my body to recover. I'm trying to think what else has happened this week. I don't think nothing else extravagant has happened. Not in our life. Yeah, I just think it was just that. And I was very annoyed. Oh, and I will want because I love to be very transparent with you all. I did have mate. No, I had a real bad mental breakdown. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had a mini moment of feeling suicidal. Just because this whole process has been very overwhelming. And just along with things going on in my personal life. Like from me... Just when it's my off days, I I want to have an off day. I want to relax. So I had to wake up early last week to go to the dealership because some dumb shit was happening with my car. It was a recall thing. Boom, get that fixed. Granted, I'm glad it was covered. So I didn't have to pay anything. The next thing I know, I wake up yesterday morning some more shit going on in my car. I'm like, dog, I don't eat. I just want to walk on foot at this point. Jesus sandals. Like, what What the fuck is going on? Don't understand it. But then I called my beloved mother. And she prayed me. Just like I had her pray me the other day when I was having a moment. So I always call my mother. That's my thing. To call my mother and just be like, Mommy, I'm sorry. I'm having a moment. Please pray, pray. I'm not in a good space because it brings me back to a calm state. For some reason, I can go from just zero to 100 and I'm very frantic when I'm overwhelmed. And all I do is call my mother and we pray. It's either her or my grandmother. Shout out to my Nana. Holding down with her cruise in North Carolina. But um, that when I say as soon as I got off the phone with her, I instantly started calming down. I was like, wow, prayer is amazing. Like, And I thank God that I have a God-fearing mother. And she loves me. And at the drop of a dime, she will pray. And she get them long prayers too, y'all. Like, she the type of lady that will stop you in the store and be like, can I pray for you? She's one of those. So, you know them prayers are powerful. I done had her pray over friends and they're in tears. But, yeah. I said, I say, I'm, I'm feeling way better. I'm not, I don't have no suicidal thoughts. I think it was just a moment and I was kind of triggered because I'm like, I just had my car fixed now i gotta get my car fixed again so it made me irritated but and for me i've never life. i've never had those um suicidal thoughts i've always felt like i needed to be here and i never wanted to take myself out and i really honestly feel 
very apologetic and I sympathize with you because like if you want to leave this world it really hurts me and I've you know you know I've experienced one of your attempts and it that shit did you. that shit did not fucking sit well with me at all and to this day it's just like damn when you tell me about it like how you can feel that way now I'm not feeling I don't want you to feel like I'm uninterested on your yeah. feelings but it just it just brings up a whole lot of like you know past trauma that I've been through and, and then that shit's the same, fucking crazy and then at the same time you don't know what it feels like to be suicidal yeah I don't and I've been feeling like that since I was a kid I don't even remember remember the first time I felt the feeling, I just, all I can remember as a kid, just feeling angry and hurt and sad and not loved. And the first thing I wanted to do was kill myself. Like, it was just, it took anything to trigger me. And I'm like, okay, I want to die. And I remember my mother sharing a story with me saying that I think she said I was like three years old. And I had actually told her that, that I wanted to kill myself. So I've been, I've pretty much been under attack my whole life. Um, so I try to push, I push the thoughts to the back of my head. I don't want to act on it because I'm like, I know I got all these beautiful people here that loves me. And what am I, why would I do this and leave all these people behind when I know I have such a big purpose to serve on this earth? But I know it's just the devil attacking me. Because he yeah. know the power I have. And then we've lost a sister to suicide. So I know how hurt I was in that moment and how bad I am. Granted, am I like holding a grudge? No, because I've been in that space. But I remember when I attempted and how angry she was at me. And then for her to actually do it. And to see, I'm like, damn, why couldn't you just talk to me? Because, you know, I went through this. You was mad at me when I did it. We talked about everything. I I still don't get it. It still baffles me that um she's gone. And then the way she went, I found out she went out. That makes it even worse. So rest in love, Harvey. We love you. We do love you. And I feel like in the sense of when people actually take themselves out, you actually told me, you like, you forewarned me like, oh, I took, I took this. And I feel like you was just like, really just trying to reach out for help. Yeah. But she didn't. Cause I never, she was like, she was gone. She was done. She She was was done. She She was was at her ends with. And I really hate that she felt that way. And I miss her to this day. It's God. It's God awful when people take themselves out of this, this fucking simulation that we're living in. Like we have to, we have to conquer this fucking level. That's what I feel like. I feel like we're, we're fucking in a video game. We have to reach the big boss. Definitely. We have to reach the big boss. 
the main boss that we have to fight. And I feel like we're fighting them right now. Lord knows what level other people are on. And they're not actually seeing and waking up to the fact that we're actually in this type of simulation. But hey, you know, life goes on. And we all just try to be strong for one another and support one another and be here for one another. If you're an empathetic person, if you're not, then you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Moving on. All right. So we're going to hop into Crybaby's Corner. Okay. So first off, I have... um. Okay, so most of my news is from The Shade Room and CBS News. So shout out to them for their coverage. Um, and what is this? Uh, Hoods. Hoods. Oh, my God. Hoods. Oh, shit. Hoods News Media. <laughs> what the fuck? Why did it take you that long to you, get that? You, I don't know. Because the way that they have it. Amanda. That took me a little minute. I'm sorry. It did. Wow. Okay, so Hoods News Media, it says, according to reports, lawyers say that Brittany Griner has been missing for two weeks after her sentencing. Granted, I got this information from the shade room. It says, a day after the American basketball star Brittany Griner was sent to a notoriously tough prison in Moscow, Raise the possibility of an exchange for an for a convicted arms dealer, but Washington said it was. I don't even know who Washington is. Okay, uh, Washington said it was not a serious proposal. A day after it emerged that the American basketball star Brittany Griner had been sent to a Russian penal colony. Damn, they call it a colony there. Shit. But okay, that's, that's serious. To be their jail. That seems serious. Yeah, colony. Um, Sounds a like top, a bunch of white folks. Yeah. A top Russian diplomat said on Friday that the prospect of the prisoner exchange was increasing and acknowledged that it could involve a Russian arms dealer in prison in the United States. Whoa. So, how long has she been over there now? Um, that was a... It's that's, been months. That's the whole problem right there. Over what? Like a little bit of weed, right? Or something? I forgot what it was. It wasn't even... I don't even think or it was, was it, weed. I was think it, it was oil. Like I think it some vape stuff? Yeah, I think it was weed oil. And it was something very small. But the, Something very what small. What the fuck? But Russia, then also... Out of you all know, places. We I don't, don't know their laws. Here. We don't yeah. know their laws. Um, but I wouldn't Russia's take scary no place. shit there. Yeah, Russia is a scary place in general. Every time I hear something about Russia, it's negative to me. That's how. That's my opinion. Me personally, I wouldn't take nothing that's considered illegal here to Russia. Also, I don't think I would I, even travel to Russia because I, so I feel either. like it's it's way more just you know white people. We wouldn't even know what the fuck they're people. saying. I mean, so I know Nastrovia, but that's it. That's it. Like, what the fuck? That's it. That's all I so, know. So, what I don't understand is how she disappeared. Like, y'all kept her for months. 
transported her to a colony and all of a sudden she just be gone but no that's what i'm saying the whole thing these whole different um scenarios like who the fuck was handling her these whole different scenarios um what what is the word i don't know not articulate but like fuck i don't know i don't know what word you're trying to find find another one just really first of all i'm annoyed why she was even over there that long to begin with being held why did why couldn't the u.s get her out okay so i'm gonna find the closest word mm -hmm. i feel like these two different posts disrupt each other what two different posts the two different posts from from this site and then the other site was uh the shade room Hood's news media posted that she was like, she had vanished, basically. She okay. was missing. And then the shade room was like a date after the um, that she got sent to prison, X, Y, and Z, from what I said from before. X, Y, and Z happened. I was honestly kind of checked out from what you said, what you heard from the shade room, because it was a lot. Okay. So, what, like, to sum it up, Okay, so hood news uh media, they said that she vanished. Yeah. Boom. Shade room. Did they say she vanished too? No. That's what I'm saying. So no, what they are they saying say. what happened to her? She was sent to a colony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But up Okay. Okay, I get yeah. it. I don't know. Do you want me to restate it? No. It's fine. I really don't. Um I just pray that we find her wherever she is. I pray that you are in good hands. We're praying for you. This whole situation is very unfortunate. And I feel like, honestly, very dumb. It's very dumb. It's um, the word I'm trying to think about, the word I'm looking for. It's very exaggerated. Very exaggerated for no reason. That's like even here getting caught with like, a little bag of weed and then they want to take you in and charge you for that like what this little bag of weed you acting like i'm at the distributing shit like i'm fucking kingpin exactly what the hell that's how they're treating her and my motherfucking that does not make no sense what the fuck bring her home now i probably heard some of y'all ears sorry yeah that shit is crazy okay uh Moving along, um, Blue Flake, Blue Face was oh, arrested in Las Vegas for attempted murder. Um, found this out from the shade room. Okay, so according to TMZ, Blue Flake, Blue, why can't I say his name? Blue Face was arrested for attempted murder while in Vegas. A video shows the rapper being handcuffed outside of Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. People on the scene say. They saw six to eight undercover officers in unmarked cars as he was arrested. Krishan Rock was also on the scene. Blueface's attempted murder case began with a subpar joke at a strip club. Tim Z reports that the rapper, um, he goes by the like, his main name is Jonathan Jamal Porter. 
and his entourage were visiting Euphoric Gentlemen's Club in Las Vegas on October 8th. The victim allegedly cracked a joke at Porter's expense regarding the entertainer chatting with some females in a cheap vehicle. His joke fell flat with the Tatiana rappers, <laughs> not the Tatiana, the Tatiana rappers crew, and they allegedly proceeded to beat him up as the man attempted to leave the club in his truck. Porter, at the age of 25, brandished a weapon and began firing at the vehicle. The man told the cops that Blueface's entourage might have thought he was heading back to his vehicle for a weapon to protect himself. Authorities say there were bullet holes in the truck with its owner suffering a bullet graze wound on his left hand. It felt like I took it took me a minute to get it through really that. Sorry, guys. You really struggled. I, I was over here like cringing. I'm sorry. Hurry up. But no, um I've seen that video and it's to me, it's not a clear video. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I guess it, it was him. It did look like him. But then when he got over like to the truck or whatever, I can't tell what you pulled. Like, how do we know? I'm confused. I mean, the people were running, but who knows who pulled what? I don't know. All I know is the man home. He's out. And they made that happen quick. And I forgot how much the bomb was. I think fifteen thousand. I think it was. It was a good amount. Yeah, it was a good amount. But I mean, what is that to him? And I think. Yeah, I need um, the baby mother and Krishan to just separate from him. I'm sorry. This whole love triangle is just so. Ugh, it's just um. draining. Like, we're all way better than this. Let's grow the fuck up. But I feel like all of them are young. They're all, like, early 20s, I believe. So they're all going through, like, the emotions and shit. Yeah. I think they're all, like, to me, consider babies. Learning, trying to grow up. Granted, I'm only 29, and I am giving grandma. And I'm like, 27, but it's just, like... I guess about everybody's maturity. Yeah, these situations, it's just, like... Oh, and just being in love, like people want to be petty. People always want to fight. Why? Don't nobody want to do that. I want to just be home in my bed, rubbing my feet together. The fuck? Lotioning my ashy ass feet. Shit. All right. So next up, we have um, Brashier Gray has landed himself behind bars again for <laughs> keeping secrets from his probation officer. The former Empire star reportedly had multiple run-ins with law enforcement in the last few weeks, including a situation last week where a woman claimed abuse. In 2021, Brashear pled guilty to felony aggravated assault of his reported wife, Candace Jimdar. Jimdar, I hope I'm not butchering no, your name, ma'am. I don't know. I really hope I'm not butchering your name. Um, the actor went down after Candace left their home, flagged down a passing car, and revealed that Brashear had assaulted her for hours in their home. He was sentenced to 10 days in county jail and three years probation as part of his 
guilty plea. And I remember that. Um, I remember that too. I remember that mugshot. Because I love him. And he looked like he was just Damn, Hakeem. His hair looked We're like so out of sorts. I, I was rooting for you. I heard about this too. I'm like, he's in trouble again. I'm like, so everybody just love jail at this point? All you niggas with money just doing dumb shit to get locked up. How stupid of you. After you gain fame and shit. That's dumb. Is this a human humiliation ritual or no? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a little confused and I'm a little disturbed that all of you people just... Drop the ball. Yeah. You drop the ball. You just dropping the ball. A lot of balls. Okay. Sacks. A lot of them. All right. Next up, we have... Oh, my God. I- I'm so sick of reporting sad news. I really am. Okay, Mexican prosecutors said Thursday they have opened an investigation into the death of a U.S. woman seen being beaten in a video that has gone viral. Which, why the fuck was the video even taken and gone viral in the first place? Okay, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Prosecutors in the state of Baja, California, sir, said in a statement... They are investigating the death of a woman they identified only as a foreigner at a resort development in the town of San Jose del Cabo. A state official who has not authorized to be quoted by name confirmed the... What the fuck? Okay, whatever. Quoted by name uh, confirmed the victim was Shanquella Robinson. The official confirmed that the group she had been traveling with had since left Mexico. A video apparently taped at a luxury villa in San Jose del Cabo shows one woman, apparently an American, beating another woman. The video has been reposted many times on social media sites. In it, a man with an American accent can be heard saying, Can you at least fight back? The man did not appear to intervene in the beating. Prosecutors said police found Robinson dead at the villa on October 29th. First in love, I want to send condolences and prayers to your family and all your loved ones. That is so unfortunate that you went out like that. Especially surrounded by people that you trusted and thought that they were your friends. That shit is fucked up. It goes to show, like, who can I trust at this point? And the fact that whoever the motherfucker was that actually stood behind the camera and recorded that shit, instead of breaking that shit up, like, if any of y'all was fighting, like, I'm not... No! What what the fuck are y'all doing? I'm breaking that shit up. Like... And you're recording, and then she's butt at. Okay, but so I didn't see most of the, you know, most of like, I saw the information. It all in my motherfucking timeline. I've heard that like her spine was broken, a lot and of her ribs I think were it broken. Was her spine she was, and then she was I just think her neck. straight to death. So and I'm it, like, was people? Was it way many people? You know, jumping on her, or did she fall a certain way when she was getting hit? This. It, it just give me vibes about the uh, girl in the freezer. That one. It takes me back to that. That's what triggers me. I forgot her name, though. Um, 
But that's it I takes me back to that story because you were surrounded by a so-called a lot of friends and then all of a sudden they just let you go missing knowing you was belligerent drunk. No way with you being my friend am I going to ever allow you to be so intoxicated and you get out of my sight. The fuck? Okay, so no, this 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 whole case reminded me of Tomla Horsford. Um, I don't think I in 2018, uh, she was a 40-year-old mother of five that was found face down in the background of a friend's Forsyth County home the morning after an adult sleepover party, right? She was the only one. black woman there. It was a whole bunch of white women. You saw that. I mean, it's, oh, it was sorry. a whole picture That's of her, only her black ass. And a whole bunch of white women, right? That's what I would like. They were having fun. I wouldn't even would be the fun. only black one there. I'm sorry. As much as I so-called trust y'all in quotations, no. It, some at least one of my black friends got to come too, or maybe no two more of my black friends. Okay, so she was found mm-hmm. on November fourth, twenty eighteen, the morning after birthday celebration held by the homeowner, Jan Myers. Horse for new Myers, as well as most of the other attendees through their son's youth football league. The initial Forsyth County Sheriff's Office investigation determined that her death had been an accident. The result of a fall from a second level balcony. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? So all them white women got away with it. They fucking got away with it. Wow. Mm. And it still bothers me to this day. I've never heard about that story. And this has been oh, since I have, 2018. And I just allowed it to just go over your head. Yeah. Because I'm just you tired probably of never seen it happening. Uh, I'll probably show you the picture and you'll probably be like, oh shit. Shep- like, it sounds familiar. Yeah, but yeah, probably if I see the picture, that might like trigger something i'm just tired of this shit i'm tired of all this motherfucking death all this accidental shit ain't nothing accidental you don't remember that Mm -mm. oh shit damn and she they were it was a lot of them and a mother of fucking five are you fucking kidding me y'all y'all not gonna dive deep into that shit how you gonna fall it's just a whole I mean, I know y'all gonna probably just say, oh, she was intoxicated and she just fell. I don't fucking think so. Nope. I don't think so. Nope. The same way that y'all let fucking Casey Anthony get away with killing her daughter. I'm over it. In which, the way I feel, you know, I'm gonna say allegedly because I'm not trying to get fucking, you know, sued or anything. Okay. But like at the same one? time, no, that's it. Cause that's, that's it. Like my Death is killing me. My emotions have been running high lately, and I'm so sick of this bullshit and this injustice that we have been going through as black people. Okay, so in this moment, we are going to segue over to Black Beloved. So, I came across this black business via podcast. 
podcast I shout out every week, which y'all already should know. The friend zone. But they put me on to this and last week, you know, we did the beef jerky. Mandy loves beef jerky. And this week is for me because I've realized the older I've gotten that I am really falling in love with candles. Like, it's starting to, like, low-key become an obsession. So, um, this is the 125 Collection. You can reach them at the 125collection.com. Born in Harlem, New York, the 125 Collection is a luxury candle black-owned female business. It was named after the famous 125th Street located in the heart of the Big Apple. They're big on giving back to the community and aiming to uplift and inspire the next generation. Partial of their sales are donated to organizations in Harlem whose mission is to empower at-risk youth. They have been ranked by Oprah Daily as Best Inspirational Candle for 2022. The 125 Collection have been featured in major magazines like Essence, Allure, Marie Claire. Oh, I said Essence again, so no. It was another one. But you guys get the point. I say head over, support our black women. Um, I'm definitely going to support. Matter of fact, let me go to the candles now just to see what is given. Oh, and this is what I love the most. So they have, they're really cute. So they have like quotes, like one says, trust your dopeness. No one is you. And that is your power. Black girl magic, kind heart, fierce mind, brave spirit. It's a whole lot of positive affirmations on these candles which i am really into and as i'm going through them oh this one's cute wake up kick ass be kind repeat um for right now i'm seeing that range 38 dollars let me see the most expensive i feel like the most expensive i saw was 42 also they have their bundles as well Oh, they have a collaboration. Oh, they have collaborations with Maya Angelou. Is it Angelou or Angelo? Um, I, I feel like that. I never got clarification on that. Um, I don't. For me personally, I say Maya and Angelo. Not Angelou. I'm say Lou. And they also have body scrubs and sprays and yoga mats. So definitely head over, show my girl some love. And once again, that is the125collection.com. And we will be putting their information in the description box. Okay, so topic of discussion for today was um, how depression can really lead you into being such a hoarder. Because me and Ashley, me and Blue, excuse my French, me and Blue was watching Hoarders. Um, we watched about, like, what, three episodes? And mm-hmm. it was, oh, my gosh. Disgusting. It was just, it looked like a fucking landfill. And No, it was just that one episode they like a fucking landfill. And well, no, the other one's too, but she took the cake. Like, y'all, I legit, literally, legit threw the fuck up. That's how nasty this lady house was. And she was just... So fucking delirious about it. 
that was the weird part that I knew mentally something was going on. Yeah. Oh, that was just mentally not. She was mentally yeah, just she not was, uh, undiagnosed. Yeah, basically. something something was wrong. Like I was like, and then just listening to her speak and everything they would say to her and try to communicate with her, she would go against it and just make everything seem so right. I was like, oh my god, this lady is so delirious. Checked out. Oh, um, you look at her eyes. She looked just, just that gone. That was so nasty. Like I said, it looked like the lights were on, but nobody was home. Y'all, she was shitting in a bucket. Shitting was, and pissing yeah, in a bucket. And then, like, yeah. Ooh, they showed the part where she actually literally went with a cup. Mm, and then oh. scooped it out the bucket. They put it in a, like another pan for her to take it outside and throw it in the yard. Then in her yard, she had gallons, like water gallons, full of urine and shit, y'all. Mixture. Shitload of them. Like all over her house was literally feces. They couldn't even save the house at the end. They did all that work. They put themselves through all that smelling, all that shit. I couldn't believe the lady was alive. And then the thing is, the thing about y'all, she was still eating. So she would eat like soups. So here you go handling shit. And then she wouldn't wash her hands because, of course, I mean, shit was in the sink. Like, she shit was everywhere. A, she didn't give a fuck. So she was just throwing it like in a little toaster or whatever. The oven heater, whatever you want to call it. Oven toaster. Yeah, and then she would go sit in one little corner she made for herself and eat the soup. Your shitty ass. And that shitty food. And then she really said, I I just, I've been eating, what she say? I've been eating. I think she said she's been eating, eating every day. for 12 years. And I was like, Basically, what? That's what she said. That's the thing. She didn't want to depart from it. She was like, you know how they have intervention and they want to get that hit that one last time. Let me eat one last contaminated meal. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that whole moment. Cringy. I was, yeah, like for me to actually throw up off. Yeah, she threw episode, up heavy. Like, and I threw up. I did throw up heavy because y'all. When I say that shit was nasty, I was like, "Oh my god, how was she alive? I could not believe she was alive. All the shit that was in the air. Just thinking about that. The my." Oh no! She, oh no! We gotta talk about the bitch with the mice. Her, she, I care, I care. When she wouldn't, she wouldn't let them pants go. Okay, we're not, we're not trying to make no, fun, fun or light of any of this shit because I know it's it's definitely a mental thing because it is coming from like a home where it felt like semi hoarderish. Yeah. Um. It never got to that extent, but yeah. like the the homes that we saw on Hoarders when we watched today, it just was it's very intense. much. It was like it felt very unkept, very oh god, what's the word? It felt very just intense. nasty. It felt nasty and just dirty, dingy, and like y'all have and no the people to... and the people that was actually living in that in those situations like they were so oblivious to the fact that it was just as bad to their health like that shit it was detrimental to their health like it oh my god it, it looked so bad 
And then the fact that uh, the first one we watched, how she kept making excuses. It's like you understand. It's like she was understanding what was going on, but you still made excuses. Okay, say for instance, she had like all these mice. So she understood that she wanted the mice not there, but she didn't want to kill the mice because she don't like the fact that, you know, the thought of animals being killed. I mean, who doesn't? But hey, look, we eat chicken. All, all that. Like, I mean, somebody's got to go. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say that. And you little motherfuckers need to get out of my house. Instead, y'all, y'all see her on the episode throwing little pieces of motherfucking cheese and crackers and shit. Them motherfuckers was everywhere. The uh, exterminator came in there. He put down the, the snap traps because she was all like... So, um, there's no way you can just catch them and release them in the field. Bitch, what? Not all of them. Why are we going to release all these mice in the field so they can run into somebody else's shit? Fuck what you talking about? So, he put down the snap traps. Y'all, and like, I've seen the motherfuckers snap like shit. Caught 27 of the motherfuckers. But that's not even half of what she had in there. Because that's how many was in there. Rat. I mean, my shit and piss was every fucking weird. That shit was so nasty. And I was telling Mandy, I don't even know how the cameraman was recording this shit. I would have been like, I'm not going in there. Soon as I looked, and even the family members, I'm not coming in there. I'm going to look in. Okay, good. I, I see what you're working with. I'm not coming in there. Because if something jump out at me, I'm going to freak the fuck out. I don't like that shit. That hoarder shit. That shit scares me. Um, you got to pay me extra for that bullshit. Like, and then I'm claustrophobic. I've realized that. So it's like, if it's a bunch of shit everywhere, it's like, what the fuck? What do I do? Where do I move? Like, you just would think about something always popping out. But we really want to know what really drives people to this madness. We know it has to be it's depression. depression. It's it's mainly depression, I feel like. And then people don't want to recognize it. Yeah. And then and it's like continue. they want to be in denial about it. Instead of just accepting it. That that's so crazy that a lot of people think like that. They know something's wrong, but they just wanna no no, nothing wrong with me. Nothing wrong with me. But it just, is though, I'm if you have that off. feeling, then maybe something's wrong. So why not just get checked out? And then even the children that was involved in the episodes, I can see their pain for their parent because it's just like, oh, we've been through this like our whole life with them. And they don't see where they're going wrong, basically. And I just want to help them. A few of them, basically. But for me, oh my God. For me, if it got that fucking bad, I'll be like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done trying to help you. That would be me. Because at the same time, me too. Because at the same time, it takes a toll on your mental health as well. Because first of all, you don't want to see your loved one like that, especially your parent. And then it's like, I'm still dealing with my things in my personal life. And then here I am, worry, worry, worry about you. No, it's, I'm sorry, it's just not giving, like, I'm just reporting your ass. 
And then you call yourself such a grown-ass woman, grown-ass man, but you sitting out here not taking care of your shit. When we, as like young adults out here, really trying to muster through life, going through the fucking trauma that you put us through, and we still fucking doing that shit in a positive fucking way. Okay. That shit made me feel so drained to watch. Emotional. I cried. I felt the pain from them kids. Um, that was hard. And just seeing like how they went back and forth because you can see the love was there, but it was very frustrating because the parents never understood. It's like they didn't want to hear their kids out. Like, look, we're here. We love you. We're trying to help you, but this is not okay. This is this can kill you. You will die in your own fucking house. Yeah, in hell. Well, granted, shit. you can't die in your house, but that's besides the point. They was doing it to themselves. You're literally doing this to yourself. You need help. Get help, and we're here to help you. You don't see that. You still want to just be in your head, and you just want to. Clutter, clutter, clutter. What irritated me the most about the first day was how she just went back on everything. Oh, open that bag. Like, y'all, I swear to you not. Plastic bags. Like, literally, like a shopper's bag. And she want to keep that. Or she she want to keep um, newspaper that had the uh, mice shit and urine on it. Oh, can you open that? I need you to open it. I need to see what it is. No, I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. Girl, it is trash. What the fuck is you talking about? You want to keep what? Trash? <sighs> it's just not clicking, Steven. And then most of those kids were like probably like in their 40s or 40s or 50s. And you can still see the the inner child within them that was just very much wounded. And that's what we all just trying to do. We all just trying to fix our inner child wounds. And we're trying to work through that shit. Which I know we can't really blame our fucking parents for what they've been through. But also, yeah. it's just like you had... we blame theirs. <laughs> because you had, you had to do better. You had to do better. And we are the ones, we are the generation that is here to actually do the work and do better. And heal. And heal. Because God damn. Y'all motherfuckers I, is crazy. I, I blame the parents of 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 the parents. Because it went down and ain't nobody trying to fix it. We're trying to fix it. Me and Mandy. No, uh-huh. no, 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 no. You better lay low. Yeah. It's, it's not given over here. I can't. We have always told our mother, like, we're protecting our peace. We have been disrupted all our childhood, been robbed of our childhood. And now this is time for us to walk in our glory and remain our peace. And that's all around, whether you family or friend or foe. The foe. And when I say as of lately, I feel like I've been walking so much in my power and my glory because as opposed to two years ago, I've been feeling very much as a weak person, very weak minded, very much 
Um, what's the word? I'm trying to find it. Pussy. Not. P- <laughs> No, uh, oh no, easily easily manipulated by people. Oh yeah, and uh, love bombed by people that really didn't. I don't, you know, I don't really think really care for me. They just did it out. They did it out. Mm. They did it because they knew that they can easily just trap me. And for me to be like wholeheartedly for them and shit like that. And then they can just up and leave me. So I very much have a lot of abandonment issues that I'm working through. Codependency issues that I'm working through. And, you know, that's me. And I'm working through those things. Um, I'm feeling stronger and stronger by the day. And I'm feeling like a bad bitch every motherfucking day, even though... You are a I be wanting to be, you know, spazzing on motherfuckers 24-7. But I always remain humble because I know my humble beginnings. And I know where the fuck I come from. And, yeah. Yes, I'm very proud of you and your growth. You definitely came a long way. You took heed to some things I've told you. I'm a like, lot of things. Not even some. I'm like, like, you don't have to be... You don't have to come with my approach, but let these bitches know. Don't play with you. Like, all for all. Even me. Don't allow me to play with you. Like, it is what it is. At the end of the day... Well, I can't say that. Me, I can speak on us. Like, we came in this world alone. We'll leave this world alone. But, you know, twins trip just quarrels all them motherfuckers they come in together so shit so it don't apply to them you never can say that it do though they i mean they enter the world separate no time. thinking about or you oh just saying, i just see be, what you're saying or you're saying just because they were all like sheltered in the same womb at the same time you know what you're so right now that you i think about they're coming it. in different times because yeah it's not like they're like Boop! All coming out Man, at the same time. That would that would be Ooh. crazy. No, that'd be scary as fuck. Yeah, and I was just watching a, a birth video the other night, and you know the they talk about the ring of fire. What the fuck is that? When it's the baby's crowning, so the head is coming out, and that's when it starts burning. Ew. Yeah, and she had a natural birth at home. Yeah, I'm not having kids. And I'm kind of scared. After I saw the TikTok video, I um. Shared to y'all in the group chat. That really had my coochie just like, okay, don't think I want to do it. But And I want to have a natural birth. But it's like, I still think I'm strong enough to do it. I mean, anybody's strong enough to do it. It's just the thought of it. You have to mentally put yourself there in the moment and be like, I'm about to bring a life to work. And this is my baby. This is what I created. And I just can't wait to see your little face. But whoo, thinking about pushing that baby out and possibly splitting to your ass. Yeah. And shitting, too. Yeah, no, but also that video that you shared, it felt like that she was being neglected. Like, I, you think I'm going to wait on that motherfucking doctor? Fuck I'm that not doctor. waiting on Get no fucking baby doctor. Get this baby out I'm of push, me. I ain't pushing the fucking baby out. I'm pushing that motherfucking baby out of me. I'm like, nurse, you're going to have to fucking deliver me because, no, I'm not waiting. The baby's head is right there. 
And I'm not going to wait any fucking longer. I just had a friend that was in labor for 13 hours. Granted, she said that the birth went smoothly, but I'm just like, damn. It is a long time. And then I'm scared to have an epidural. So, that's why I want a natural birth. Because I'm really petrified about the epidural. Just you putting something in my spine. Mm -mm. And then what if I have a contraction in that moment? One little move. Woo! Paralyzed. Like, yeah, and I've seen a scary. I, and if we know someone um, that has gotten paralyzed that way, I've watched doctors at my job I, struggle with giving did, an epidural, and it it wasn't pretty. Like you know, they had to stick them in multiple places, and I'm just like, um, come on now, like you 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 can't get it right, like. Uh-uh. I'm worried about the patient at this point. I don't I'm think very I much worried about the patient because the job title that I have, I have to be an advocate for the patient because it's just like you're a medical professional, right? You went to school for X amount of years. You should know how to do your job correctly. I mean, it can be a difficult patient, but this patient wasn't like big and mass or anything. This was like a, a small patient. Uh, I, a medium-sized patient, I would say. I don't want an epidural if I ever get a kid. And then finally knowing someone that actually has gotten paralyzed that way. Like, your life went from normal and walking and now you're just paralyzed. No, I don't want... And it, and I forgot how she told me the story. It's, it was the doctor's uh, fault. But how she said how she resented her kid. Mm. afterwards alone being a mother i know it's hard and i'm not even a mother i have a bunch of friends everybody that are you know mothers and of course like us when we keep their kids that alone is a struggle and i'm like oh my god you do this every day day in and day out you can't you can't leave that kid that's yours for life no matter how old they are and the fact that she had to work through that to start loving on her son again, like, that shit, that shit will fuck with my mental. Because I feel naturally, yes, you are going to naturally resent your child. Because it's like, I'm fucking paralyzed because of you. But really, it's not because of them. But us as humans, we're going. that's going to be our first thing to blame the kid. Like, you're going to naturally... Not blame the doctor. You're going to blame the kid. Because you're, you're going to think, if I wasn't pregnant, this wouldn't even happen. So then now you have this hate for your child. And it wasn't even their fault. Because first of all, they had to be here. You could have just used a condom or didn't have sex. And Honestly. Then it's that resentment on top of uh, postpartum depression that too yeah so because i know a lot of mothers go through postpartum i know that shit's a lot because soon as y'all bring the babies home i know them little motherfuckers don't stop crying happen they be crying like yeah because we raised a lot of babies sure newborns a lot of what's the name was a cry okay meeks was a cry baby and what's the name coulter coulter cried his fucking head off and i'm just like what the fuck just just stop already. that night when we when we took him for that one night just to give her a break i'm like no 
Mm-mm. It took three of us. We passed him off like three times. He really would not stop crying. He wouldn't. That shit was like, I'm like, you just went to sleep, bro. We just fed you. What else do you want? We changed you. I don't know what you want. It's like, goddamn, do you have an ear infection? Like, what's really going on? I'm like, we keep feeding you. We keep changing you. Like, what's going on here? Just crying and crying. Babies just crying. It makes you delirious. It really does make you delirious. It's like if you're sick and your body hurt. If a baby just keep crying over and over and you're trying to sue them. And depending on their cries, oh, oh god, cause Meeks, oh, top of the wall cries. I swear, it was. She she had, I'd probably say the most uh, draining crybaby we had. Yeah, she man, talk about lungs. I'm surprised she's not singing opera right now. What the fuck. Shout out to our baby Meeks. We love you. We do love you. Because I know you I listen. Love you, baby. Even though, I ain't going to say even though you shouldn't be, but you shouldn't be. But I'm glad you're supporting the girls. We love you. All right, guys. All that said to say, um, you can find me on my handles at Twitter and Instagram at Mandy No Names. That is M A N D Y N O. N-A-M-E-S. And you can find me on my social handles at BeautifulZest, B-L-U-T-I-F-U-L-Z-A-A-S. And hit us up, slide in our inbox. Get feedback, questions, whatever you guys want to send in at the number two, the guest we go. That is the same username on Instagram, the number two, the guest we go. And on Twitter, we are at the guests. Hopefully, they don't shut down Twitter soon. Oh God! Don't talk say about that. that. Fuck. No, I've heard about that. it. I have not. The the guy has. Um, I forgot they trying taken to taken over. He bought it, and he trying to. Do it. That's the one that's trying to make people pay for uh, verified checks. Like, bitch, boy, ain't nobody about to pay to have a blue check just to say I'm verified. Don't nobody got time for that. <sighs> ain't nobody got time for that. White people. Please leave a match. I'll get back with you later. Thank you. Have a blessed day.